Hey there, I'm Wendy Vaughn, sales success coach and the queen of compassion-based selling because, well, selling is all about supporting, not convincing. And I am so glad that you've tuned in to today's episode of the Selling Made Easy Show because this show is all about inspiration, not just in learning a simple technique or mindset shift that makes it easier to get clients, but inspiration that happens as we get to peer through the lens of guest entrepreneurs who are blazing their own trails. And those trails have probably included a few unexpected roadblocks, maybe even having to overcome fears or blocks about selling. Now, I believe everyone has their zone of genius, their superpower that's a gift to others, including you. Now, for me, after, well, 22 years of outperforming my peers in sales results, well, it's almost an x-ray vision that I have when it comes to finding and fixing any sales blind spots within entrepreneurs that are unknowingly causing potential clients to slip away. And with today's guest, his zone of genius is his ability to empower others to feel confidence within themselves about their business and their personal lives so that they can feel more fulfilled. So I'm super excited to introduce Ben Eden. Now, Ben is a personal and professional coach who helps high achieving father entrepreneurs have a successful business and family life. Now he has coached people around the world with a message that raises their sights and encourages them to reach their ultimate potential. He has a unique way of communicating with words that will capture your attention and inspire your mindset. With real-life examples and entertaining stories, Ben helps his clients master their thoughts, heal their emotions, and live their dreams so they can achieve their best in both business and life. Well, welcome, Ben. I am so excited to have you as my guest today. Thank you so much, Wendy, and thanks for that intro. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I just love that you're helping those dads out there, you know, who are high achievers really, you know, achieve not just their goals, but, you know, greatness in their lives and, and reach their full potential. And it sounds like, you know, enjoy themselves, you know, and feel that that sense of accomplishment. So I can't wait to hear more about this and the work you're now doing. Well, yes, thank you. I'm, I'm excited to go through with you. All right. Well, you know, Ben, always top of my question for me is, what was the inspiration or tipping point that prompted you to start your own coaching practice? So I used to be an HR executive and as part of a journey that we may get into in this uh, conversation, but as part of my journey through some recovery, I went to a class that was very much like coaching, like a group coaching and as part of that, he asked us to take a little test and decide what we want to do. And at the end of the test, I'm like, well, it sounds like I should be you. And the teacher's like, well, maybe you should come work for me. I said, oh, yeah, that sounds great because that sounded so exciting. I knew how I had been helped and I wanted to help others. And so I started my path to work for him. But long story short, uh, that didn't end up working out. And so I said, well, if he's not going to let me work for him, I'm going to do this on my own. Ah, wow. That's great. So it really did speak with you, to you, I should say, in terms of that role of, of being a teacher and that's so close to being a coach. So yeah, I see how that provided that fork in the road for you. Now, yeah. You said you were an HR executive? Correct. So that was with, within the corporate world uh -huh. and obviously a much different type of a structure and <laughs> one 
in amongst many, <laughs> you know, so I can imagine the protocols you had to adhere to. And then suddenly you could spread your wings, right? Being in business for yourself. Yeah. Well yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So how long have you had your own coaching practice and has your business mission or vision evolved over the course of that time? So it's been interesting. I left my executive position in February of 2020. Good timing. I know. <laughs> but I am very much a God-fearing man, and I believe that it was timing, and I feel called to do what I'm doing. So I have no regrets about February 2020. It's all been great since. And as far as how I've had to pivot or how things have changed, certainly. My first idea was actually not to be uh, an actual coach, but to be a speaker. And I yeah. started doing that, but then the okay. you know COVID happened, and everything had to go virtual. Right. And so yeah. that made it tough I, to be a speaker. Right. Very true. But as I spoke to the people I could, they heard my story and said, wow, you really, I really resonate with what you're talking about. And I think you can help me. And so I nice. had to start figuring out how to coach. Right. Beyond the yeah. inspirational talk. <laughs> exactly. Carry through that transformation. Interesting. Okay. So then you rolled up your sleeves and uh, stepped into that role. Yeah. My message has always at the core stayed the same where you are a high achiever and you're used to success, but you're always striving for the next level. And at the same time, you suffer in silence because yeah. everybody sees you as this picture perfect high achiever. And yet you're not happy with where you are because you want more growth or you want something else. or You see that something's missing mm -hmm. and that's not a very fun way to live. Right. I, I lived that way for many, many years, suffering in silence, and it got so bad that I turned to some addictive behaviors to try to feel better. Mm -hmm. right. And that's actually what led to my recovery and then turn around and I said, wow, if I was a successful executive who suffered in silence, I wonder if there are any other successful high achievers that suffer in silence. Turns out there's a lot of them. <laughs> right. Yes, I, I would imagine. Yeah, look good. Everything on the outside looks perfect, but on the inside, so much pain. Yeah. 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 That, that makes a lot of sense that you would be able to step into that role as a coach based on your own personal and professional experience. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, well, have there been any big roadblocks or challenges that you've had to overcome along the way in, in building your business? Yeah, I'll share two. One is probably what all entrepreneurs go through of, hey, I have this great idea. I really believe in it, but do people care? Right. And when I try and it doesn't seem to work, is it me who's the problem? Or what do I need mm -hmm. to change? Right. Those, those all doubts and imposter syndrome or whatever you want to call it. I certainly had to go through that. And I have moments of that, mm -hmm. but I've made a lot of progress. Right. Yeah. No, that is definitely a, a very common situation, even though if somebody was to say, well, you know, Ben, you know, tell me why you and what what kind of experience or expertise you have in this. And and you could list on and on and on and and, you know, share really impactful results that you've been able to generate. But then in those moments, the little voices or whatever you want to call them, limiting beliefs can sure be loud, you know, and say, yeah. what are you thinking? Why are you thinking that you could possibly do this or whatever those little voices are that, you know, seem to come at those inopportune times. So mm, yeah, right. it's unfortunate, but it seems to be a common 
thing with entrepreneurs who are, you know, have that moment of inspiration, you know, tap into their courage, decide to take it into a business, but then, you know, so can you share maybe a, a technique or, you know, a tip that you, you know, utilize to support yourself through those moments of, you know, self-doubts or questioning if, if this is something that, you know, people want or will work? Yeah. You have to have something that you can turn to that reminds you of how good you are because mm -hmm. we all have the doubts that we're not good enough. So you yeah. have to have something that reminds you. Now, what I do is I document success and, and I have to do that not to say, Oh, I'm so proud of myself. Look at all my trophies as it were. Mm -hmm. But it's really to say, hey, as, as a high achiever, it's so common for us to quickly look to the next step and forget about all the good that we've done. Mm -hmm. So I have to have those reminders. And I do that with my clients. And it's like right. game changing. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Now that makes a lot of sense in terms of just the way you're wired, you know, to, okay, well, forget about that. What's the next stepping stone? Where's the next? And so just having that tether to all the accomplishments that have already been had. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. I love that. And obviously very impactful for your clients um, as well. So, well, you know, and then you're obviously, oh yeah, sure. So I actually got married last year ah. and, and married into having three kids. Okay. So, <laughs> so, so last year I went from being a, you know, a bachelor with my own Airbnb, the the freedom of a bachelor, right. knowing my business, being used to high achieving and really all the time in the world to put to my business or put to recreation or whatever. Yeah. And then I got married, which is an amazing blessing. Um, and I moved into a different house and all of a sudden had three kids in the house. Wow. And so <laughs> I had to face a lot of change, right? Yes. Yes. Now, now, the marriage specifically was an accomplishment that I had been chasing or striving for for 10 years. Mm. Okay? Wow. okay. But I quickly, because of my high achieving attitude, I quickly forgot about how big of an accomplishment that was. Mm -hmm. And so I started to just say, hey, I want to build my business. I'm trying to be successful, but I don't feel like I'm growing as much as I used to, or things just seem a little bit different. And thankfully, I had a friend who has grown with me in his business as well. And he's just like, dude, you got to remember all the things you've done this year. You got married, man. You have three kids mm -hmm. and you moved. I mean, give yourself some grace. So nice. that was huge for me. Yeah, that is huge. And quite the reprioritization of your time and energy and, you know, having to completely change your whole approach to you know, okay, what do we do on the weekends? Now we've got a family, you know, <laughs> what do we do after work. Oh my gosh. You know, I can't just dive back into work. I I've got a family and a wife and, you know, exactly. so I can, I can imagine how that was just a huge transition. And again, an opportunity for you to connect with uh, how other fathers are feeling with their high achieving mindset of just, you know, wanting to create and, and hit that next goal um, and feeling this emptiness. So yeah, it makes, mm -hmm. it makes a lot of sense how, you know, that area of balancing family and work, you know, professional and personal 
is such a tricky one for high achievers. So, and you're obviously an expert at helping those high achieving dads, you know, reach their full potential and realize their biggest dreams and goals and, and also feel fulfilled in what they're doing along the way, right? Enjoying the journey and feeling that fulfillment. But I'm curious, how do you feel about the client enrollment or, you know, the sales part of being in business? Now, this is a very different skill set. Uh, do you have any challenges or frustrations with this important part of growing a successful business? Absolutely, Wendy. Um, you know, and from my HR experience, where I, did, where I didn't have to do a lot of this, then I, I referred to my background of not having that experience. And so I, I would love to have that experience, right? So when it comes to the sales process, the enrollment process, yeah, I've gotten better at the call. You know, when we get on the call, it's great. We have a good conversation and it makes a lot of sense, but it's the qualification of those who respond to my posts from that point to getting them on the call that I'd love to do better at, you know, qualifying them so that it's not just a curiosity call, but mm. it's a productive and they understand how I can provide value and we can make it a good relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense because it, you know, time is valuable and uh, you obviously want to invest your time carefully because you are, carrying a lot of responsibilities. And so just honoring that within yourself is so important. And obviously there are a lot of dads out there who, you know, who wouldn't want to achieve more success, right? And so there's that fine line between, okay, yeah, it'd be great if versus those fathers who understand what it's costing them to be in this vicious cycle and they're aware that something is, you know, is off and the price that they're paying is their sadness, their, their depression, their stress, their numbness, you know, whatever, however it, it shows up for them. So I would be happy to provide you with a little bit of insight around this if you'd like. Absolutely. Yeah. So it sounds like you're active on social media and that's where you are interacting with the fathers, the high achieving fathers. Is that correct? Uh -huh. Yeah. So when you're putting your messaging out there, it's extremely important to be very clear right up front with the fact that who wouldn't want, you know, to win the lottery tomorrow, who wouldn't want to suddenly have massive success and happiness in all areas of life. Everybody would, but through your messaging and your posts, you start to be real with, okay, well, understanding who it is that is your ideal client. What are their, as I call it, their DNA? What's their DNA? What really defines this person as being somebody who is ready to change, you know, to step off of the treadmill, stop doing things on autopilot, and being in that habitual, you know, because let's face it, success can be addictive right there. You know, the next goal, the next goal, the next goal. Uh, I've seen so many sales professionals is they're addicted to the next sale, the next sale, the next sale. And, and it's just, you know, if they don't have the next sale, they start getting cold sweats. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's this hamster wheel. So being intentional about your posts to really call out 
who's not ready for change or who I'm, I'm searching for the words to just be a little bit more bold in terms of defining, you know, if this is you and define what that is, then I invite you to, you know, whatever the call to action is. So just being more clear as to what the qualities are and that it takes a certain level of vulnerability to embrace change and realize, you know, own the fact that achieving the next goal at whatever cost is not the healthiest way to approach life. Mm -hmm. You know, and if you, if, if you're feeling this, then I invite you to. So is this making sense? How you're just a little bit more upfront with the real qualities that it takes for somebody to actually be willing to invest in themselves and become a little vulnerable and yeah, actually change and learn new, you know, learn a new mindset and go through the transitional or transformational process to become then that holistic success. Yeah. Does that, does that make sense? So let me see if I can understand. Uh, so speaking to their pain, where they currently are, uh, clarifying what it's costing them where they are so that it's like, oh man, I really don't want to stay here anymore. And oh, there's an option. Is that right? Right. Yeah, exactly. And then also just defining, you know, before they can sign up for that conversation with you, clearly defining who you know, who they need to be, you know, the, if, if you are this, and if you're struggling with this, and if you feel like this is costing you, da, 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 you know, I, I can't really speak the words because we haven't talked before this, but three or four or five different qualifications that really do exemplify your ideal potential client and allows them to self-select and say, yeah, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this, I'm this. So yeah, I guess I'll have a call with this guy. Mm, I like that. Yeah. So they are self-selecting. They're, they're qualifying themselves and, and you'd be upfront, you know, this is about, I forget the, you know, the sage, the philosopher who said, you can't keep doing the same thing over and over and over and expect different results. You know, let's, just, let's be real. Mm -hmm. um, if you want a different result, it involves putting in some work and high achievers. One of the things that is always a struggle is, you know, how to factor this in on my time. So we don't want to go to the extreme is what I'm saying, Ben, and, and then steer potential clients away from you. So it's a fine line. It's a definitely a fine balance between being too upfront and still having the door have a welcome mat on it. Right. <laughs> so, uh, there, there are some nuances there to, you know, make sure that you're not sh shutting people out that really are potentially your ideal clients, but we don't want to just invite everybody in who happens to be wanting, um, to be rich and famous overnight, <laughs> which obviously yeah. is not what you deliver. So, right. and, you know, as we're talking, I just can't help but think of the, the pandemic and the challenges that that brought on, you know, parenting, and I can only imagine high achievers, my goodness, you know, just kind of shifting my perspective to look through the eyes of high achievers and the pandemic um, just stopped so many of the, of the normal uh, processes. I can't imagine how 
that must have escalated that stress level or or feeling of loneliness. I'm not sure which. So can you speak a little bit to the impact of the pandemic on on the work that you do and and your you know your clients? Certainly. Uh, the pandemic did a lot to force people to be at home and to spend more time with not only their families, but with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then they were forced to ad- address maybe some of the emotions that they had been living with or ignoring for a long time. And for example, okay, now I get to spend more time with my kids. Wow. And certainly there's the annoyances that come with family. I get it. But, but at the same time, it's like, oh my goodness, now I get to watch my child grow up or right. I get to see the cute moments and I get to be with them. And then I realize, hey, I am growing my business, but oh my goodness, how important my family is. So there's mm-hmm. one element. Mm-hmm. The other is some people have still been in the corporate role like I was, and they've been toying with the idea of entrepreneurship for a while. They have this idea. They're not super happy where they are. They're looking for growth. They feel like they're stagnant or they're worried that there's just not much going on at work. You know, they're bored. Mm-hmm. And so their ideas of entrepreneurship have been you know, bubbling and with the pandemic where they realize, oh, maybe I'm not treated as well as I'd like, or maybe I'm bored right. or maybe I want some growth. Mm-hmm. And that's where these potential clients are coming out and saying, I'm ready to make this shift. And I want this balance. I want this these things to be equally important. And I'm ready for that help. Right. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. I kind of had that idea, but I hadn't really thought about, you know, taking that high achiever in their corporate role and then, you know, having the ideas of of transitioning into owning their own business. If you're a high achiever and you start that, it's almost like you're, you know, shoots and ladders, you're right back down to the bottom. And that's Mm -hmm. got to create a lot of stress. And even though there's this desire creates a lot of uncertainty and stress related to that. So yeah, I can see why the work that you do is just really so, so important and so valuable for those men wanting to, you know, have that um, fulfilling life. So yeah, well, well, Ben, how do you work with, you know, fathers who want to finally achieve their biggest goals, because, you know, they are high achievers, and there's very clear goals in mind, you know, financial business goals, status, all these things while also enjoying, you know, a successful and happy and healthy family life. So can you share a few more details about your philosophy or your approach? Absolutely. And part of the reason why people can go into entrepreneurship is that sense of balance, that sense of power, right? Mm-hmm. Hey, I can make it to my kid's basketball game. Hey, I can be there to see him after school. That flexibility of schedule. Also their ability for growth. Because you learn so much as an entrepreneur and you get to go for it. I'll be clear that my uh, the people who most align with what I do are not just beginning with an idea of entrepreneurship. Oh, I have I had this idea and I want to give it a shot. No, they're people who have tried it and seen that it's worked and now are just in a level of frustration because they want to grow it more. Mm-hmm. And so my philosophy is that there's no one right way to do business. So I'm not here to tell you that here's the 10 magical steps that are going to make you a million dollars by next week. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I know that you have such greatness inside of you and I just need to help you clarify it and help you remove some limiting beliefs and overcome some emotions. Right. Mm -hmm. And so 
I ask a lot of good questions and I probe. And at the end of the call, it is very common that the person ends and says, oh my goodness, I'm feeling so much more confident towards either my business or my family or both. Because wow, this makes more sense and, and I can see the steps. So by asking these questions, I help the person come to their own conclusion. And when that happens, it stays longer. It aligns with what they want and ultimately gets them the result that they're looking for. Right. Oh, yeah, that makes perfect sense because, you know, we really do have the ability to reach the answers from within, but it's just taking, you know, somebody's outside perspective to support through intentional questions that allow us to gain that mm-hmm. clarity and alignment. So, yeah, I, I can just, I can see how the work that you do is just really very effective at supporting people in, in gaining that clarity and confidence and understanding of how they can really bring that fulfillment into their life. So yeah, I love that. Well, how can listeners learn more about you and this great work that you're doing? Two places. One, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You can just find me under Ben Eden or my website is reachyourultimatepotential.com. You can go get my free ebook there about, you know, seven steps to get to your ultimate, re- or sorry, to reach your ultimate potential. Also send me an email. I'd love to have a discovery call. Just see where you are and see if I can either give you more resources or if we can work together, if that's the right fit for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Fantastic. So you're on LinkedIn. Uh, under Ben Eden, and then uh-huh. your website is reach your poten- reach your ultimate potential.com, correct? There you go. You got it. Okay, reach your ultimate potential.com. All right, fantastic. And they can navigate through there and find um, the link to book the discovery call with you. Yes. Okay, perfect. All right, Ben. Well, well, thank you for sharing that. And and you have already through our conversation shared so many golden nuggets of wisdom, but if I could tap on you one last time, uh, in looking at your own experience in building your business, well, what's some advice that you can share with, say, a frustrated entrepreneur who's questioning their decision to have even started their own business or they're doubting their ability to succeed? And I have a feeling this, this question is just right up your alley. It's just like perfect. It's been above it. <laughs> yeah. And by far, my answer is reach out, huh. which means I know as a high achiever, it's easy to say, hey, I can do this. I've done it in the past. I'll figure this out. Right. But anytime I have gone through a rut, because I'm a high achiever, anytime I've been in a rut, the biggest thing that I've done is reach out, ask for help, get some acknowledgement, find a new perspective, reach out. Mm-hmm. Right. Instead of suffering in silence, right? Exactly. <laughs> Which is the default, the default mode. Yeah. I can do this myself and then suffer in silence. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> yep. that's exactly that's, right. Yeah. That's great. Great advice because we weren't born with this toolkit called business entrepreneurship. It's not something that just happens naturally or easily. So at least Uh, nobody I've spoken with yet, but you know, maybe there's some people out there, but so far I've yet to find anybody. Uh, So, well, Ben, it's just been so great hearing about your journey from your previous career as an HR executive, you know, obviously very successful within corporate and, you know, developing great skills and, and being impactful in that role. But tapping into that, transitioning, taking those skills and expertise and aligning them with 
another zone of genius that you have and taking that forward and creating this impactful work that you're now doing as a personal and professional coach where you're helping high achieving father entrepreneurs have successful businesses and family life. So I really enjoyed our conversation and I just want to thank you so much for being a guest on my show today. Thank you, Wendy. Yeah. And for all our listeners, again, you can reach Ben through his website or through LinkedIn and his website is reachyourultimatepotential.com. All right. Well, for all our listeners, remember when it comes to building a business that brings you joy and has an endless flow of high paying clients, well, don't overlook the power of what I call compassionate selling, where you've fully supported your potential client's decision-making process by providing them with everything they need to feel confident and excited about saying, yeah, this sounds great. So are you 100% confident that you're fully supporting your potential clients? Well, if you're curious, reach out to me and apply for a sales blind spot coaching session. You may be surprised by what we discover. All right. Well, this is Wendy Vaughn, Chief Paradigm Shifter and Sales Success Coach. And you can find me and our next podcast episode at PredictableSalesResults.com. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in to today's episode with Ben Eden. And as always, here's to your success.